You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. All right, everybody, it is it is the second hour of the Pastor Scott Show. Great to be with you. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. You know, there's uh, the first debate in uh, the Republican presidential campaign will be next month. Can you believe that? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Do crazy things when you think about the politics of it. That if it turns out that President Biden and Donald Trump are the candidates then there's two crazy things. One is both of them are going to be just one term only people, right? It'll only be one more term for Biden if he even lives that long. And uh, the other one will be only one more term for Trump if he even lives that long. He's going to be almost Biden's age when he, if he were to take office a second time. And But either way, even if they finish their term, this is an odd election if that happens because there'd be only a one term president. You'd be voting for one more four years of either one of those guys. But here's the second thing, and this is uh, on the list of reasons to pray for your country, uh, very close to the top and growing. It's possible that next summer, next May, we might be going through two different things. If Trump and Biden are the nominees, Trump very likely will be going to trial. His trial in the Florida indictment series is set for next May. And it's interesting because by May, if he is going to be the Republican nominee, he probably will have the delegates wrapped up by May, right? So he'll be the nominee if that's the case, if he's still in there. Also announced, though, today and and led into or yesterday by Speaker of the House McCarthy is that impeachment is a possibility for President Biden. This is what McCarthy had to say. If you're sitting in our position today... We would know none of this if Republicans had not taken the majority. We've only followed where the information has taken us. But But this is rising to the level of impeachment inquiry, which provides Congress the strongest power to get the rest of the knowledge and information needed. Because this president has also used something we have not seen since Richard Nixon, used the weaponization of government to benefit his family and deny Congress the ability to have the oversight. It's one thing when a random uh, person in Congress makes claims about impeachment. I think that somebody in Congress for each of the last several presidents has put forward impeachment, you know, uh, resolutions. But when the Speaker of the House says it, you got to listen. And McCarthy said that yesterday, I think, for the first time. And I was thinking that means that next fall... Because that's not going to happen right away. The impeachment's not, if there is going to be one, it's not next week or next month or even probably this fall. Uh, Karl Rove, uh, who was uh, President Bush's uh, political advisor uh, and commentator today, had this to say about it. Well, we were. I, I took away from that 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 was some time off because there needs to be more evidence found. The, the conversation with Devin Archer is going to be important. Devin Archer is, if you're not following along, I'll try to, you know, he is the cohort, uh, the... Uh, a friend, the co-worker, the board member of Burisma Electricity Company in Ukraine that Hunter Biden was on the board with, he's going to testify next week. And if his testimony is what they say it is, he's going to say that President Biden was directly involved, personally involved in the business decisions that were going on there. And I'll explain a little bit and what the issue is, because what also is is curious about all these cases is on the one hand, there is a a feeling of what might not be kosher, it might be dirty, might be slimy, might be, uh, you know, corrupt. 
Uh, but whether or not something is illegal is an interesting uh, question uh, to ask about these things. The Weiss, uh, the, the U.S. attorney's conversation. Uh... He's the U.S. attorney that the IRS whistleblowers, if you're keeping score, last week IRS whistleblowers spoke to Congress about Hunter Biden's taxes, and they claimed that the prosecutor in charge of all of this, his name is Weiss, it had deliberately has been blocking them from prosecuting Hunter Biden the way he normally should or the case pursuing evidence and other things. And so he's going to testify. There's a lot of testimony coming, but it got very heavy over the last couple of weeks because it is getting to a place where it's beyond just whatever Hunter Biden does, who is a separate and, you know, he's the president's son. But whatever he's involved with doesn't necessarily mean the president's involved with it, right? You don't want to have a situation where presidents are taken down because of dumb things family members do. But testimony before the committee is going to be important. That's not going to take place until September or maybe even October. But uh, clearly, uh, there's something sleazy here, and and it has been sleazy for years. I mean, just simply, you know, when when, uh, then-Vice President Biden went to Ukraine in 2015, the fall of 2015, he was criticized by Ukrainian NGOs, non-government organizations, who were helping in the corruption uh, the anti-corruption fight for being being the U.S. representative on this issue when his son was on the corrupt yeah. board of the corrupt company. I mean, this is like, w- please, were you that tone deaf or poorly brief? No, I think he knew he, his son was on the board uh, and, and ba- basically dismissed it. Now, it's a little bit complicated and just kind of a rule of politics. And this is highly political, whatever's legal or illegal about this or the things that Donald Trump is accused of, those kinds of things. You know, the more complicated it is, the less likely it's actually going to impact them, I think. The less likely, because it'll be confusing to a jury in Trump's case, or it'll be something that the American people, you know, aren't sold on, or the other party isn't sold on. Because nothing happens in these things when there's an impeachment if the opposite party isn't sold on whatever the crime is, right? If, if, if the Republicans impeach Biden, it's going to have the same result as when the Democrats impeach Donald Trump. The House will impeach. There will be some trial. The Senate will vote to acquit. Unless there is something that is so compelling, so clear that it would be difficult politically to vote in favor of the president. Unless that happens, then this is all an exercise in politics and uh, different things. I'm not sure I even think that they should impeach if they don't think they can get a conviction. Right. Nobody thought that Donald Trump was going to get convicted. Nobody thought that Bill Clinton was going to get convicted when he was impeached. Uh, You know, it was a debate about whether or not this is the responsibility of the Congress. Maybe it is. That's what Kevin McCarthy is saying. But when I'm looking at it, I'm looking at our country a year from now. And I also believe that President Biden won't be the candidate. That's that's my personal belief, mostly because of his age. Although I think if these things are looking bad for him, then the party is going to have to do something pretty soon. I think Gavin Newsom is waiting in the wings to take over. That's why if you check out what he's doing, he's got a national campaign going for something. Uh, and that's another thing, too. All these people running for president, uh, whether it's Gavin Newsom on uh, the Democrat side or any of the Republicans who are running for president, the next presidential race will begin in 2026 in just two and a half years. Okay, so there are people who are saying, well, I may not win this time around, but 2026, it won't be Trump or Biden. And uh, I mean, we're going to be in presidential politics for for years. 
I'm sorry to say. I mean, maybe for some of us who are like, you know, wonks about it, we just enjoy the, the, the battle. But I think it's different now. I think we're in a stage in our country where we are desperately needing some clear leadership and to get out of uh, the back and forth that I think we're going to be in for quite a while. This is the Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. On the, uh, the charges that may come up uh, against President Biden, it's really going to have to do with this. Are they able to determine whether President Biden was part of a bribery scheme or was it influence peddling that he was a part of with uh, his son? And there's a difference. There's a big difference. Uh, and the line isn't that clear necessarily. Bribery is a crime. Bribery is a crime that he should be impeached for. And if it turns out that the president was receiving money uh, in exchange for personal benefits or in exchange for policy decisions, and it matters because we're talking about Ukraine. Okay, We're sending a lot of money and equipment to Ukraine right now in that war. Back then it was vice president when that was happening, but who knows what is going on now. Uh, then it's a big deal. If it's just influence peddling, as as corrupt as it can be and as dirty as it seems, influence peddling, even by Hunter Biden for his dad, isn't necessarily illegal. It's not necessarily illegal. There are ways it can be illegal, but it's not necessarily illegal to charge people because you have influence to a powerful person. It becomes illegal if uh, there is bribery involved or if it becomes illegal if, you know, there are, are several laws that get broken. You know, it's all about intent it is about, you know, how transparent you're being. It's an interesting thing that will come up here that even if all of this turns out to be a real thing, that Hunter Biden was on the board of this is the charge. Hunter Biden is on the board of a Ukrainian company, Burisma, who's known to be corrupt. Uh, the Globe believes that they're a corrupt company. Hunter Biden was on that board. The accusation, what it looks like is probably true, is that Hunter Biden was being paid because of influence to his dad, who was the vice president, who would have influence because he's next to President Obama. And there is a a legal path for that and an illegal path for that. And what is the case? That's the evidence that still has to get flushed out to figure out if there was bribery or illegal influence peddling, or if this is influence peddling that seems dirty and corrupt, but it's fine, like, like legally. Uh, and uh, whether or not it should be is a whole nother question. But are you following me there? Is that it's a it's an odd thing to get into the nuts and bolts of law. And I think that Americans tend to check out if it gets too complicated. Uh, it's hard for me to talk about because I'm trying not to make it that complicated. I try to simplify it. But even when I simplify it, sometimes I miss, you know, key things. But there has been a change. There has been a change in on the Biden side of things that suggests that this is going to become a big deal. This is the president's spokesperson earlier today being asked about it by a reporter about President Biden's business with his son. Chairman James Comer today says that the oversight committee, excuse me, has evidence that the president in the past communicated directly with foreign business associates of his son Hunter Biden many times. Curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his. So president Biden has for ever since this came to light a couple of years ago, has said, I've never been involved in my son's business. He's doing his thing. I'm not involved. I don't know anything about it. 
But I want you to listen to what she says today. She changed her answer. She's going to say she's answered the same thing, but she hasn't. She changed it. I've been, I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president ha- was never in business with his son. That's not what she says. What has always been said until today is the president has never been involved with the business, not in business. There's a big difference. There's a big difference between being in business with somebody and being involved with their business. Like President Biden... Uh, and his son were never in business together. That's the claim that she's making. But that has moved from the claim that he doesn't know anything about uh, Hunter's business. And the reason for that is that the evidence seems pretty clear that he, in fact, did. And testimony is going to happen on Monday from people who are going to say, no, he does. The the FBI uh, reportedly believed that they were involved. That's what that form is that has caused this controversy to begin to explode, where it actually says, no, the the Ukrainians have tapes. No, we've never heard the tapes. They might be lying about the tapes. Whenever you hear tapes, don't get too excited until you actually hear the tapes, right? If if, if the tapes exist and you hear them, then you got to hear what they say. But if they actually have tapes of President Biden requesting a bribe or accepting a bribe or being heavily involved in illegal influence peddling, well, he's going to be, he's in a lot of trouble. He's done probably if there are tapes. If those tapes don't exist, then they might not exist, or they might exist and they don't say what, you know, maybe it's just uh, Hunter Biden is saying, here, my dad's on the phone, say hello, dad. And he says, hello, and that's it. They probably don't really mean that much, but this is what's being investigated. And it's a pretty big deal. You know, if you're not thinking this is a big deal, it's a big deal. Uh, you know, if you're – and we'll have to wait and see. Next week, I would expect – I kind of expected on Monday to hear what new Trump indictments are going to be because this testimony is going to be on Monday because uh, that will rule the day in the media. But, you know, you got to wait and see. you got to read it. When you look at the Trump indictments, the New York one, most people think, is uh, probably nothing. And at the end of the day, even if it gets convicted, a court will probably throw it out on appeal. There's just multiple problems with that from a legal perspective. Some of the Florida one is is complicated and tricky. The uh, obstruction of justice, if you read that, you know, he's moving box around. And the people testifying against Trump in that case are his own lawyers. They're saying, yeah, he told me I had all the boxes and he lied. Uh, So the obstruction of justice is he clearly moved boxes around. He's not even denying that. And that's a big deal, except if the other charges about the illegal uh, holding on to the classified documents, if those charges are rejected by a jury or a court eventually, then it's going to be harder to make a case on the obstruction of justice. It just is because it's hard to obstruct justice if the if the main charge is ultimately rejected. That gets complicated. But the reason for that is you don't want to have false charges put against somebody. And then because they're mad about truly false charges, they do something that obstructs justice or they're not very cooperative, which you wouldn't be. And you don't want them to be completely innocent of the first charge, but then you get them on the process. Uh, that's not good. And so it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. And once again, I think it has to do with whether or not it's really complicated. See, if it's really simple, you know, the Nixon situation was very complicated. And, you know, did he was he involved? Was he not involved? It's kind of a dumb thing, the break into the hotel. And but as soon as there were tapes and as soon as there were people testifying against the president's words, then it became actually very simple. The American people just understood it. And that's something that I think we're going to have to wait and see on all of this. And I encourage you to, to, to wait. But the, 
the evidence is that something's happening here. You know, I'm thinking that unless Biden, Biden probably will be impeached by the House uh, and probably next year. I don't think it's going to be this fall. Could be, but I think probably next year. I'll be curious if President Biden drops out of the race, which I think is likely personally, I think that. Do they impeach him anyway? You know, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. Um, all of this is to say these are reasons you got to pray for the country. And the prayers that I have with this, you're listening to the Pastor Scott Show, by the way. If you want to comment on all of this, the number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. The prayers that I have is whatever is actually true about any of these charges with anybody running, that evidence comes out that is so incredibly clear that there are people, like if they're guilty, if they're guilty, and if these, and if the charges are just, that needs to be clear to everybody. Otherwise, it's just going to divide us. Because what's going to happen is whatever side you're on, you're just not going to believe it, right? That's the that's the danger, I think, of all of this. That's what concerns me the most, is that if you're on Donald Trump's side or you're on President Biden's side, are you going to believe whatever charges are against them, even if they're true? And you're not if they're not clear. You're you're not. And that's how it goes. Republicans didn't believe the Nixon stuff until it became clear, right? And, in uh, you know, there was all kinds of scandals in the Clinton administration, a bunch of them. There was a gate after every single thing for a long time. But with the Monica thing and then with the uh, he's lying under oath about his relationship and then he says something like, well, it all depends on what the the meaning of the word is, is that got really clear for everybody. And suddenly you even had the Washington Post and the New York Times who were not as far out there as they are now, but they they were still liberal then. They were even saying, no, there's a justification for impeachment. See, there was a, a clarity. That's what I'm praying for. I'm praying for on these issues that there is clarity either way, that if this is just a bunch of made up politics, if this is something that is false, these charges with anybody, that that also becomes clear to everybody, because that can't be how we run a country. We can't get into a place where, all right, we've impeached Trump, and now we're going to impeach Biden, and then we're going to impeach the next president, and then we're going to impeach the next president. And that is not good. I mean, we've, if if Biden gets impeached, and I'm at the opinion today that that is probably where this is headed, he we're going to have impeached three of the last five presidents. And before that, in 200 years, we only impeached one. You know, that's not a good direction for our country. You know, whoever is guilty of what? Maybe they're just all there. You see what I'm saying? So it's, as believers, we also want to be on the side of truth. But that's that's my prayer, is I want to see clarity that's not mixed in with things that, are true, that aren't true or half-truths or suspicions that might be true, but you can't really prove it. I'm praying for clarity. I'm asking God to give us clarity about these things. Uh, 888-528-2557. David, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hello, Pastor Scott. Hi, David. So I just have a comment. I have listened to you for quite a while, but every time that I hear you making these kind of arguments, yeah. and you say you pray for clarity and for truth, and from that biblical point of view, I agree with you 100%. I just don't understand why you always give Biden the benefit of the doubt. It's always, well, what if this is not correct? 
what if the evidence is not? I just pray that we cannot afford it. Pastor Scott, the evidence is there. It has been revealed. Uh, the man is corrupted. And you're probably going to disagree with that statement, but it's there. We see what the Justice Department has done, what the FBI has done, what the testimony from radio today was all about. Mm-hmm. A man who had received many millions of money before he came to this post. It's just overwhelming. Yeah. Well, let me tell and you. I just don't go, how can you defend yeah. or at least say, oh, what if? But when it comes down to the other side, you go, oh, no, that must be probably true. I, I'm sorry. I just completely see your point of view of, like, how can we defend this man? And you're going to disagree with this. The man is not even the president. They stole it. Well, and you're going to tell me. Oh, whether they stole on, it or not, he, he, he is the president, whether they stole it or not. I will disagree with you on, on that. But on the other, let me clarify, oh, David. Stolen, sir. Let me, doesn't matter. He's still the president. I mean, if, we, if nobody proves that in court, he's still the president. And even if they do prove it in court, he'll have to resign and McCarthy will be the president. That's what they're going to do. But let me, let me get to you on this. Let me clarify. I'm not defending the president. And also at the same time, I am giving Trump the benefit of the doubt as well on these things. What I'm saying is when I'm talking about clarity, what I mean is you're convinced that Biden is corrupt. Half the country is convinced that Biden is corrupt. It will be better for our country if the whole country understands he's corrupt, if he's corrupt. Same thing with Trump. Half the country is for him or half the country is against him. Our country needs to be unified. And what I'm asking for And what I'm praying for is that whatever is ultimately true, let's say that the stolen election thing is true, that is not clear to half the country. It would be better if it's so clear that even people who didn't vote for Trump don't like Trump have to agree. Are you with me? Same thing with Biden. That's that's my prayer. So I'm not I'm not saying he's he's not guilty. I'm saying that, and I agree, the reason I think he's going to get impeached is because I think the evidence is getting to a place where they're not going to have a lot of choice to impeach him. What I'm saying is if that evidence points to his guilt, then it's better for the country that the Democrats come along to agree because the evidence is so overwhelming it goes beyond the politics. That's what happened with Nixon. Eventually the Republicans said, yeah, we can't deny this anymore, see? That's better for the country, and that's what I'm getting at with the clarity. i got to go to a break. I appreciate your call, and thank you for that. By the way, you can always call, and uh, you know you don't have to uh, agree with me on stuff. This is the Pastor Scott Show. Number is 888-528-2557. I'll be back as the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com. Or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Yeah, I, you know, I have avoided criticizing the president because I, I, you know, I'm trying to bring people together and end some of the um, the vitriol, the poison that's made uh, politics so, so poisonous. Well, corruption so is personal. corruption. We don't want corruption in government. But, but you're right. And I think, though, the issues that are now coming up are worrying enough that we really need a real investigation of, of what happened. I mean, these these revelations about the, you know, that where you have Burisma 
um, which is a you know this notoriously corrupt company that paid out apparently ten million dollars to uh, to the uh, to Hunter and his dad. If that's true, then it is really troubling. That was R.F. Kennedy Jr., who has declined through this presidential campaign. He's running as a Democrat uh, against President Biden. He's pulling 15 to 20 percent of the vote, uh, Democrat vote on that, uh, beginning to say, you know what, uh, what's happening with the Biden and the Hunter Biden issues, and particularly the evidence that's come out the last couple of weeks is pretty serious. Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy said that uh, impeachment is something that they will be looking at. My thought is that's going to happen next year. It's going to be a while. There's a lot of testimony and things to happen. What I'm talking about with this and with even the accusations against President Trump is praying for clarity. And uh, I'll get your calls here in just a second. The number is 888-528-2557. Do you understand what I mean by that? It's You might have it clear. I've got an opinion. You've got an opinion. People have opinions about who's right and wrong. But the clarity to me is when the other side, the people who are going to defend their side or their person on their side, if that person's actually guilty of something or the other side, if that person is not guilty, does the side who's accusing him start to back off and say, well, it turns out this isn't true? I'm praying that we develop that kind of clarity. So for RFK to say, oh, maybe this investigation is real, well, that's that's part of it. Except he's running against him, right? He's got a he's got a political motivation for Biden to get in trouble. Uh, I'm not saying that is his motivation. I'm not saying that. I think that he is uh, saying the same thing that an awful lot of people are saying. Uh, do you understand what I mean? Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Craig in Hollywood, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. I just wanted to say them lies, them lies, them lies. The problem is we got a group of media that just won't tell the truth, no matter how true the truth is. So it's hard for anybody who's in the country who listens to who four, six, seven, eleven, whatever, to even hear the truth, because the people who run the media don't want to want to tell the truth. You know, on these stories, so, it depends on what station you're watching, but it's like you're in another country. The way they deal with it, they can't be all right. They're completely against each other or they're not even mentioning it one way or the other yeah, when you get when you get no media coverage of a story so huge that was all over the media when Nixon was having problems and you get no coverage at all of really significant stuff that tells you where the lie is at it's a lie by mission it's I significant mean, that the there's not media agencies, coverage you have the three-letter agencies lying to the public uh and just take governor whitner she was obviously the person who they wanted to be the next presidential candidate because they started a, a war against her, a fake war that they're going to hope they entrap Trump in by having somebody, they actually planted people to make it make it seem like they were going to attack her. They, they couldn't even get the people who they were attacking her to come with it, and then they started a case, and the case got thrown out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you see how far in advance they, they plan got, these things. We've got they a lot of trouble. That's why I'm praying for clarity, that these things have got to be so clear in the minds of people that the, the media can't ignore it. You're right, by the way, and Craig, thanks for your call. You're right that the this story about a president about to be impeached because he may have been taking bribes from a country that we're sending billions of dollars to for a war that many people think is a proxy war that could lead to World War III. It's a huge story. It's the story of the century, probably. If it's true, 
It's the biggest scandal in 100 years. It really is, if it's true. If it's not true, then that needs to be clear also because we don't want to go down this road, right? This is a huge story. And you're right that it not being covered is by a lot is it's another big story, a big problem with our media. Ted in L.A., welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Yes, sir, Pastor Scott, Ted, City of the Angels. Uh, I just wanted to comment, you know, I know that a few uh, uh, calls ago, was very hard on you and, and in your defense. No, he I mean, was he was fine. He was fine. Okay. Okay. Well, but basically, we don't want to turn into judge, jury, and executioners. Uh, now we have IA to worry about, and uh, we all know it's a political game. And uh, you know, uh, this is the kind of things that that led to uh, lynchings of people that should have never been hung early in a, in this country's uh, you know history. And uh, and also, this is what uh, starts uh, riots. This is what starts people to burn down stuff, uh, is jumping to conclusions and not pausing when agitated. And uh, that's not our job to determine that. We can only speculate and we can only take in this information. But uh, why do we need to believe any of this until... The ju- the, until our judicial system has been allowed to do their job. Otherwise, we're just immature. All right. That was the way I got it. Yeah, I'm following you, Ted. Thanks for your call on that. And that, that actually is one of the points that I try to make with this, is how do we deal with this in a mature way? Because there's so much craziness on, on the different sides. As believers, you know, where do we, we stand here? It's not about giving the benefit of the doubt to somebody who I might think is guilty it's because you you do want the system to work and you want the truth revealed. The, the concern is that the system's not going to work, right? That's the biggest concern now that is that they're, you know, the FBI is bad and all these organizations are corrupt and all the and maybe that's true. Well, then that needs to be clear also. But there are things that get said by both sides on some things that, you know, we can't go down the road of cluttering up something that is more that needs to be more certain. Uh, you know, a good example of this is the weird controversy, and it's an interesting controversy. We've talked about it, of the movie that is out, Sound of Freedom. And, you know, the attack on it is some QAnon thing and conspiracy theory driven and all this. When you go see the movie, it doesn't even make – the movie has nothing to do with that. Whatever Jim Caviezel's views on things, okay, so he has some views that he believes that these child traffickers are also doing to torture kids – and that's horrible. But isn't it bad enough just the fact that they're being trafficked? I mean, w- even if, whether he's right or wrong, this is a horrific thing that is happening, that everybody agrees is happening. Why is there a controversy? Uh, and, the, you know, I heard somebody on social media calling it a Christian movie. It's not a Christian movie. In fact, there's one Bible verse that's quoted about, it's the one about Jesus uh, saying that whoever would cause one of these children to stumble would be better for them to have a millstone around their neck. And it's perfect. And honestly, any secular studio would have used that verse. It's the perfect verse in that movie. By the way, I recommend you go see that movie. Um, but the speculation that it destroys the fact that we should be unified on the issue that human trafficking and trafficking of kids is horrific, and we all need to be against it regardless of what your party is. We need to make sure that we have clarity. We want our government that is telling the truth. And I'm afraid we're in a place where we're so divided that either side doesn't want to listen to something that might contradict something that they've come to believe. Does that make sense? Uh, Joe and Camarillo, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor Scott. uh, Gosh, I almost don't know where to start. 
I am, uh, I'm debating on whether or not to not listen to KKLA anymore. Why is that? Uh, well, you know, sir, every you never come down primarily on the side of the left. You'll, you'll, you'll add that in as a little secondary. Well, maybe it's both sides. But always, always, we're supposed, to, we're supposed to pray for our leaders, and a lot of us do that, both sides. But this is, you know, Fox News paid almost, what, $787 what, million? A billion, billion with a B. A billion with a B for lying about something. Okay, yeah, lying. Defamation uh, now, case. I did a, I did a couple of shows on that. I know you can't listen all the yeah, time, but right. I did a couple of shows on that. Yeah. You know what? This this thing, man, everybody deserves their day in court for sure. But Trump committed these things in broad daylight. There's there's, And if Biden did this stuff, yeah, I don't want him at all. But to equate the two yet, this is so brand new. Don't you think that with all the Hunter Biden investigations that they had, I guess what I'm trying to say, sir, is there are a lot of liberal or left-leaning Christians, which I consider myself to be one of them. And when, when you come out with this stuff, it's like you're alienating 50% of the Christianity. You well, know, the other uh, caller, I, my last caller, though, took the opposite position. He thought I was too much on Biden's side. I don't know if you heard, uh, I think his name was Kevin. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the guy with the accent. Yeah, wh- where's this guy coming from? He says, <laughs> well, the evidence is out there, but there's no evidence. The you evidence is out there, we just haven't seen it yet. No, there's there's plenty of evidence out there. So what I'm trying to do, though, just so that you're, you're with me here, Joe, and I appreciate uh, your calling on this, is the reason I give Biden the benefit of the doubt or Trump the benefit of the doubt is because I want our audience also to understand what some of the technicalities are. That's a, even with the Biden stuff, there's a huge issue as to whether or not it's bribery or just influence peddling. And influence peddling isn't necessarily illegal. And if that's the case, no one's going to get in trouble for it. Uh, you yeah, know, I, I think I, people I, should I, understand I, that, but they should also understand that there are cases where it is illegal. And And I don't know if you're following the story, but there's testimony and some evidence that's pretty bad uh, on the Biden side, as well as there's some okay. things that are on the Trump side that are not in his favor. I just got home from work, so I haven't checked any any uh, current news for the day. But who are these people? The the four supposed whistleblowers that they got were paid by Cash Patel. No, that's that's one of them was okay. I believe, but that's not true. That and see, and, and I got to go to a break here. But Joe, I appreciate that uh, you're listening. And what I'm asking really here, Joe, is that we get some clarity so that you, for example, and Kevin, who was on the other side of the argument here, I would like you two to agree on what actually is true or false regarding Trump or Biden or anybody else. That's the clarity I'm praying for. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. That's that's my point. And that's what I I have conversations all the time. And I try and be as respectful as I can and as you're doing great. I believe, you're totally respectful, and I appreciate that. I, I, I hope we get back to being the United States of America again. I that really is that is the point. I got to go to a break, Please. Joe. I, I appreciate that very much, and uh, thank you for listening. You know, part of what we want to do on the show is is kind of get into this and say, where do we are? Where should we be as Christians? I know that people disagree, and we all have opinions. I'm praying for clarity so that people who are on different sides end up on the same side, and that side is the side of truth. 
And that's where we need to go. I got to take a break. I see your calls, uh, Tanya and Richie and Cheryl and others. Pastor Scott show will be back as the Tuesday edition continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. This should not be a partisan. Or right. this, should, this needs to be bipartisan, and the Democratic Party has always fought very hard. My father, my uncle, uh, and throughout its history, the word liberal means freedom and applies specifically to freedom of speech. We can't have a democracy if we don't have freedom of speech. It is the cornerstone of our democracy. That's why the framers put it in the First Amendment. It is, as I said, it's the sunlight, it's the water, it's the soil of democracy. Without free speech, democracy will wither and die. And everybody knows that. We've been warned about that by uh, George Orwell, Aldous Huxley, Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Yeah, the people who censor speech, when we look back in history, they're never the good guys. And it's inevitable that if you do start censoring speech, because government abuses every power that it's given. And if government suddenly has the capacity to censor its critics, it has a license for any atrocity. That's Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I know he's hard to listen to. Have you listened to him? He's running for president as a Democrat. He's got a condition that's called spasmic dysfunction. Thornia, and it causes his voice to do that. He used to have a regular strong voice, and uh, he came down with that uh, a while ago. You know, he's a blast from the past, like literally. I mean, he's talking about an age, I think, that's even gone, but he's making an excellent point about speech. What we're talking about is the need for clarity, and I'm trying to give some clarity on why I'm saying that with the controversies. What I project is possible is that next spring, We're going to have two presidential candidates, Biden and Trump, who are in significant legal trouble. President Biden uh, might be being impeached. That's not going to happen soon, probably. Uh, Speaker of the House McCarthy is saying that's on the table now. But that's there's a lot of investigation and other stuff. There'll probably be an independent counsel, lots of stuff. So I'm thinking if that happens, it's going to be next spring. Maybe the summer. President Trump will his trial on the Florida matters is in May. Uh, but long enough for him to secure the Republican nomination, if that's uh, going to happen. That's a not a good place for our country to be. What I would like to see is clarity, truth that is so clear that Biden supporters support Trump if he's innocent or that Trump supporters support Biden if he's innocent or vice versa, if either one of them is guilty, that both sides are able to see that truth and to move on that we're better off in our own lives, in our private lives, we're certainly better off as a nation when we have the ability to see our side clearly and to see an issue clearly. 888-528-2557. If you want to comment, Cheryl in Inglewood, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Oh, hi, Pastor Scott. Yeah, it's Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl. Um, yeah. i got to get that right. Yeah. You know, I, I'll remember you're from Inglewood. Yeah, um, real quickly, I just wanted to make a correction with the Dominion lawsuit. It was actually $787.5 million. They were suing for $1.6 million. Was it million? And not, million? Oh, it was million. You're right. Yeah, You're, right. Million. <laughs> You're right. You're yeah. right. I did make that mistake. The caller was right on that. You're correct. Yeah, so um, what I, like you, as I have said in times past, I'm believing God that the truth will come out. I'm just going to accept that that's what God wants to do. And I believe that most people, once that happens, except for very pe- the very few people who are like cultish about whoever they're 
rallying around will be able to accept that and move on. However, I don't agree with you about the impeachment. The fact that they've been um, investigating Hunter um, since the Trump administration, it would seem to me that that would have been the time for them to really have made all these inquiries that supposedly um, to pop up what they're saying now. So I just think that it's going to be an inquiry, and I don't even think it's going to be an impeachment. I don't even think they'll have the votes for that, let alone the conviction. But that's my opinion on that. So yeah. I just wanted to share that. I appreciate that, Sherelle. Thank you for listening and for correcting me on, on that. You know, I don't know if they're going to have the votes. There's only five, you know, uh, thank you for calling, the five Republicans uh, lead in the House. But the the direction is McCarthy. If the Speaker of the House is saying it, then it's more than just if somebody else in the House says it. You know, everybody's for a long time. People use the impeachment. In fact, all of our history, somebody's saying impeachment. Um, you know, so I think we'll have to see the difference, Sherelle, is that there have been you know, during the Trump administration, whenever the laptop was found and some other stuff, there were not whistleblowers. There were not documents about the bank statements and there wasn't the FBI form that's pretty significant. So we'll we'll have to see, but there's a lot of investigation. I don't think it looks real good, um, but you could be right. There may not be the votes. There's a lot of politics and impeachment is a political thing. You know, you can impeach the president because, uh, you know, if he falls down on the steps of Air Force One, you can impeach him for that. It's not illegal. You know, it's, uh, it's a weird thing, but I, I think that's the direction of things. And I don't like it in the sense that if it's necessary, that's bad for the country. And if it's not necessary, it's also bad for the country. The prosecution of President Trump, if it's necessary and right, that's bad for the country. If it's if it's wrong, it's bad for the country. I'm praying for clarity. A couple more calls here. Richie in Santa Ana. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hello, Pastor Scott. I'm, uh, you've been listening to the show, and I was listening, you know, about uh, the caller who uh, was talking kind of pro-Biden and he mentioned about the other caller that he had an accent, and that, that's not cool. But anyway, um, our government in Washington is corrupt. Joe Biden has been proven liar since the 70s, plagiarist, you name it. You got to <laughs> choose the He used to copy. He, he, uh, he has copied other people's speeches like word for word. He got in trouble for that in the uh, in the 80s, and he didn't get in trouble. I was amazed this time. He, you remember "Build Back Better"? That was one of his campaign slogans. He actually stole oh, yeah. he actually stole that from Boris Johnson over in uh, England. But them's the breaks. And I thought it's funny to me that he didn't get called out for that because uh, that was his "Build Back Better" was a was a British statement. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. But the point I'm well, the point I'm making I'm almost out of time I just realized Richie okay. the point I'm trying to make here is that you have those strong opinions about Biden and you could be correct but it's not going to matter unless other people who disagree with you are moved by the clarity of evidence in time that's what I'm yeah, praying right. for right is that we are right. so divided and it's so hard to see the other side and there's a lot obviously a lot of things complicated right now with different things. I think that for us as believers, and thanks for calling, we've got to pray that the truth is so clear that even people who are, and Sherelle, I think, said this correct, that I think she's right, that if the, if the clarity is so good out there at a certain point, you might think it's perfectly clear, but you know, if people aren't watching the news, they're not paying attention, or if it's complicated, they turn it off. Uh, it needs to be so clear that as a nation we say this is right and this is wrong. That's what I'm praying for. Tanya, real quick, last call, West Hills. 
Okay, I see, I see. Okay. I just want to make a couple points. First of all, I would like to say as a Christian, I'm not left or right. I'm biblical leaning, mm. no matter what goes. And then one thing that I saw in the uh, election with the presidential, I saw in Pennsylvania where they were filling out ballots instead of counting them at one of the polling centers. Now, Did you I see saw that in that person or you saw that on TV? I saw it on TV. Hmm. I'm watching it live and in color. I saw it. And I saw that the guy that was running that polling center, he said, turn the, um, everybody stop counting. And the squares, one of the squares where they have, you know, showing this state, that state, yeah. that one blew, that one went out. I'm, I'm, almost, out of, I'm almost out of time because we have okay, to end, thing, end the show. One, but... quick thing, one quick thing. And when he told them to stop counting, Trump was seven, more than 700,000 uh, votes ahead of Biden. At that point, yeah, 75% so, of the so Tanya, what I'm praying for is that if you're correct about that, that I it, it. it becomes very clear to everybody. See, that's it's that's better, the prayer because otherwise it doesn't matter, right? Otherwise, it's not going to go anywhere. Well, it obviously didn't, yeah. so that's why it made me say, What's the point of voting? Because I saw that with uh, my you, own eyes. You got to vote because even with all of that, even if you're right about all that, still only uh, half the country votes. I'm almost out of time. I appreciate your call. Pray, and uh, you know, this will come up, uh, I think, quite a lot, but pray for this kind of clarity so that the truth is known. And uh, I think that for Christians, we've got to do that. I am out of time. We'll hit this another time. Thanks for listening to the Pastor Scott Show. We'll see you tomorrow.